What's good, everyone? Y'all know who this is. This is your host, Brenton Lamar of the in and out Podcast. Yes, I'm back, and I'm super excited to present this episode to y'all. On this episode, we're joined with the 2022 MVP. Yes, I said it, the most valuable player of the top French league and all-first team Euro Cup, Will Cummings. Will, yeah, he signed to play in China this next year. And I'm super glad he was able to drop by and drop some knowledge on what it takes to play at the highest level and what his journey has been like throughout these past few years. Y'all definitely don't want to miss this episode. This is special. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's go. What's up, everybody? I'm here joining Will. Uh, super excited about this guest. Uh, his name is Will Cummins. He's, uh, he's from Jacksonville, Florida. Exceptional hooper, man. He did his thing last year. He played for Level Wall, uh, top league in, in, in France, Paris, uh, to be exact. And uh, man, this, like I was telling him off camera, this, this guy, I've been watching him afar and just admire his game and, you know, how he's continued throughout the years, gotten better. So, uh, but I appreciate you, Will, for joining the podcast. Welcome to the In and Out Podcast. How you been, man? How's how's your summer treating you? And uh, how's everything? Oh, it's all good, man. It's it's great, man. You know how the summers are when you play overseas. So you you cherish your summers and enjoy them. So you try to get as much out of them as possible. Yeah, uh, I'm all good. You know, just uh, day by day. You know, you uh, count down the days, but you're trying to enjoy every day as possible. So yeah, uh, yeah no complaints yeah. over here, man. Yep, man. So we so. We're going to get into this this last year, you know, if, if, if mm-hmm. you know, you had a crazy year, you know, first team all Euro Cup and everything like that. We're going to we're going to get into that a little bit later down the line. But have you had a chance to just kind of like reflect on this year, you know, and being in France, man, like, yeah. you know, this is a long season, man. And, and I told yeah. you I'm in France right now, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so have you had time to just kind of reflect on on, on your year and, and everything that that went down? Uh, I would say, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's kind of hit me a little bit, kind of the year I had. Um, yeah. but in a sense, you're still, I'm still in it. So it's like, yeah. you don't, you don't really feel it too much, but, um, when I, the, the type of year this I've had this year, I kind of do realize the, like what I did and kind of the accolades yeah. that I accumulated. But, um, I, cause I started trying to kind of see which ones I enjoy more. Was it the Germany one or was it this yeah. one? It's just, so I, I, I've, I've kind of realized what I did and kind of the magnitude just from the people around me kind of telling me yeah. stuff. But yeah. um, I mean, in a sense, I've, I feel like I'm still in it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't really have too much of a long break in the summer. So you don't really have too much time to reflect or kind of look back or see what you did. But yeah. um, in a sense, you know, uh, a little bit I have. So. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Uh, so let's 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 start from the beginning. Uh, so just tell me about like, how, how did you get into basketball? Like what made you want to play basketball? You know, like. And when did you start hooping? Um, probably started like around four years old. Started like the normal like YMCA type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't really come from like a I don't come from like a background family or nothing like that. I mean a basketball family or nothing like that. But um, my dad ran track, um, so that's kind of where all like my quickness and all this type of stuff type of stuff yeah. comes from. 
and um, grew up playing basketball, baseball, and football. Didn't really run track too much, but so I was like a three three sport athlete growing up, and kind of just chose basketball because it was the most fun. Yeah, uh, I was better in baseball, uh, like football, but not too much like that. Like I did other two sports, but yeah. uh, just just stuck with basketball because you know, like I wasn't forced to play it growing up because nobody really knew nothing about it. And like my family or how to train you, or you know, they didn't really make you do nothing because they were like, well, I, yeah. can't, I can't teach you nothing about it. So um, I just stuck with it because it was like the one sport that nobody forced me to go work out or play. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of helped me in the long run. Um, just growing up, just being able to play something that you love instead of doing it because somebody's like on you about doing it or you see somebody else doing it. So you you kind of forced to do it. So, yeah, no, no, I definitely understand. I, I'm the same way, man. Like my yeah. parents, they they didn't know nothing about basketball. You know, you got some nowadays, some kids, you know, they their dads know what to do. They're they're putting them there and there and just like Man. train and stuff like that. So my parents, they didn't have no knowledge as well. So I, I mm-hmm. definitely and for me, like I think you chose the right sport. We just talked off camera, you know, how hot <laughs> it is out there, bro. You know, yeah. I feel like in Florida, it's either football. Or basketball, or you know, I don't know about how baseball, but yeah, man, you you definitely chose the right you know sport. Uh, but but yeah. by saying by, by saying that, how do you feel like the the hoop culture is in Florida? You know, and how was it growing uh, up for you? Like, yeah, I like for growing up, is it really was no hoop culture really? Like even to this day, like I, I would say there's more probably a hoop culture like in Miami or mm-hmm. Orlando or something like yeah. that. But like where I'm from, Jacksonville, there really is no true like hoop culture like to where you got like just all the hoopers coming you know like you know like the la scene or something like yeah. that they didn't really know this it's no no hoop culture over here like that um yeah. it's something i'm trying to build every day i probably get more deep into it when i retire but um just because it's too hard to build something like that when you're yeah. actively gone and stuff like and always all the time but um there's really no hoop culture man we you just come home you find a gym workout stay in shape yeah. Uh, it's hard to find quality runs. Like you, it's not really no one area where everybody go to that. That professional athletes are the guys that's yeah. top in college or top in high school that go to a play pickup. You kind of trying to nitpick everybody to come play. Yeah. So um, it's tough in the summers, but you know I, I make it work. Yeah. Uh, wow. For the most part. I definitely understand. Uh, it sounds uh, just like my my story as well. Like San Diego, I'm, we got some hoopers, but. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them are, like you said, like in bigger cities like Los Angeles. So all these Drew leagues and all that other stuff, it's all out there. So I definitely understand what you're saying on that. End. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so was there any kind of athlete, you know, you or basketball player or guard that you kind of like resembled, like just one to play like, um, whether it's like AI or, you know, yeah. I don't know, any other like players that you kind of try to model your game after? Uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, growing up and I would say growing up, just like the overall one was AI. Like, you know, like I wore number three, I had the headband, the sleeves, you know, every, everything was AI. Yeah. So that was like on a, on a, like the great scale of like, yeah. who's your idol kind of, you would say growing up playing basketball and then kind of in Florida and like Jacksonville, like the hoop scene, I probably was better back in the day. Um, yeah, a lot more, um, just high quality guys and stuff like that. Yeah. We had like a guy. They actually moved to L.A. at one point named Red. He was like a top recruit in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, got in trouble and stuff like that. But he was like kind of like the the LeBron of like of our area growing yeah. up. Can jump crazy, dunking everybody type of thing. Yeah. 
Um, so that was kind of like he brought like the city. So like I would go watch games like that or growing up and kind of and uh, seeing like Durban Kitchen and uh, and Jamon Gore and those guys growing up when I was younger playing in high school like Range and Jackson and all that. So those like the local kind of heroes for guys growing up and and watching those guys succeed. And, and then obviously you have your NBA guys, which in mine was AI and then uh, yeah. Chris Wall too. So. Yeah. No, no doubt, man. Those are great. Those are great yeah. models to look after. And and just transitioning a little bit forward, tell me about your high school career. Uh, how was that for you? You know, um, we're going to get into just the, the accolades and stuff. You know, one accolade I also want to point out is uh, I saw that you were a 4.0 student. Is that true? Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. You know, man, it is. It that, is. That's amazing. Tell me about that, uh, just your high school career and balancing, you mm-hmm. know, basketball and being a 4.0 student like you like not many athletes can say that you know right yeah so uh so growing up I mean I'll start there just growing up um there was no basketball without grades with my mom like (laughs) it wasn't gonna happen like no no sport no football baseball none of that like you wasn't doing any of any of those things unless you got your school work like then you can go do what you got to do um that was the first and foremost thing wasn't no budging wasn't coming off of that like so um I would say that's where like the grades came in just always wanting to go play sports and yeah. so I knew like if I didn't get the books it wasn't gonna happen like yeah so sure. um I would say that's where the grades came in and uh, I started off um playing at Wolfson High School uh for high school my my first year in high school I was like coming out of middle school I was like recruited to go to Wolfson like my brother and sister went there so um, the high school coach knew I was. I wanted to come there. He kind of groomed me to go there, and then I ended up transferring to Providence, um, which became like kind of a basket mini basketball factory in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. It was like a private, a private uh, Catholic school. Um, everybody that kind of transferred in was going there for sports. Yeah. You know, like um, it's it's made, it was like it was a it was a um, academic school. Like you had to be able to get your schoolwork and stuff going there, so that what allowed my parents to kind of be comfortable with me going not just for basketball, but they knew I would get a good education too. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of like my, my background in high school, like high school, like the, we groomed it. Like I transferred in when we got some other guys transferring in from other schools as far as top basketball recruits in, in the city. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of just took it off from there. Um, before then uh, they were always like Providence always lose, like kind of in the first or second round of the, of the high school playoff. And then, yeah we kind of got more guys in and then um, that's when the state championship started coming. We got, I think they got like three now or something. Um, wow. First one started with my junior year yeah. and then I think they got like two more after that. Um, so now, now it's kind of just Providence is known for kind of basketball. You know, that's like the main sport that everybody knows Providence for. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's dope, man. That's dope. I I can, I can relate to you. You know, my parents is big mm-hmm. on school as well. You know, for me, I went to a uh, all boys Catholic school. You know, and uh, yeah, man, it's so it's tough, bro. It's tough, but you know, it was one of the best things. You know, it helped me, you know, just learn how to be a better student, learn how to be, you know, like just in around different cultures. You, you right. feel me? So yeah. it it helped me with those type of skills. So I definitely understand what you mean and and how your parents were on you and and you know you you said that you know you you guys did your thing, man. Like, tell me about just your development through high school and going mm-hmm. to college your first year, you know, mm-hmm. how was that for you? Was it rough? Um, you know, and I'm sure you had, you know, many offers, you know, you guys were mm-hmm. one of the top schools in Florida, you know, you guys mm-hmm. won state, like you said, and uh, right. 
like what made you also wanted to, I mean, we can get into tempo and everything, but what made you mm-hmm. choose tempo over, let's say um, you're a 4.0 student, a, like a Stanford mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. I'm yeah. sure you attract. So, yeah. So, so coming out like my, my junior, you know, what was it? My, so the, the summer before my last AU season, I fractured my tibia. So I didn't even mm-hmm. have like a full, like I skipped one high school summer, you know, like high school summer, that's like important. Like, yeah, back then, yeah. like wasn't no Instagram or no really stuff to really, you can keep remote yeah. yourself. You you had to go play. Like you had to yeah. be on the circuit. You had to be, yeah. be hooping. So like I missed that summer. So I really had like one good summer of being seen, being in a good like environment for hoop scene, like being yeah. around the right people, coaches, like, so um, I, I played for Nike team, Florida, my, um, my last year and that was the first year that the EYBL so wow. which is known as the biggest yeah. thing now yeah but so I was like one of the grandfather kids of the of the EYBL I said I was me Austin Rivers wow. um uh, Bradley Bill the the um Anthony Davis year so that's like all of mm-hmm. that that's when EYBL started and uh fun fact though that's when the, the Nike Elite socks dropped <laughs> so they were and nobody really knew okay. they were exclusive so yeah. we had, they were like you couldn't buy them in stores. Only yeah. people that got them were the EYBL kids and the coaches. Like each team had a contract with Nike and they, they gave the kids socks and that's where you get them from. Um, but yeah, so that's, um, that's kind of how I got seen and uh, playing in the Peach Town. I re- had a real good Peach Town. Um, I played against like the Mean Streets, the, mm, the yep. Phillies team final. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, I really wasn't too highly recruited. Um, I started getting a lot of mid majors after that offer started coming in. Um, Stanford did re- um, call, but I didn't really get an offer from Stanford. Yeah, um, I had a lot of mid major schools. Yeah. I had like College of Charleston back when they were really good, Murray State, which is still really, really good. Um, but at that point, I really didn't have too many like high major offers, nothing like that. So yeah. when Temple called, like. I took a, I took two visits. I took one at Murray State and I took one at Temple. And those were my only two visits that I actually took that I really wanted to and had interest in. Yeah. Um didn't like Murray State because it was it was nothing out there. Mm-hmm. Uh and I loved Temple just because it was up north and it yeah. was a hoop scene, which was nothing I had grew up experiencing. Yeah. Um so I love the coaching style, I love the hoop scene. Philly's tough, like Philly's it's in the hood, which is different, but yeah. no, that wasn't nothing really for me, but it was a hoop scene. So like yeah. basketball culture, you can go to any corner and hoop, like you know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah. Um, so passionate fans, great atmosphere. Like, so it, it was cool. I was in Philly where AI was from, yeah. not from, but where he was at the Sixers. So yeah. uh, I like that connection there. And um, yeah, I mean, that was kind of like my story of of choosing Temple, man, and they came down and um, saw a couple games. They mm-hmm. they offered me after like the Peace Jam, so it was it was yeah. cool, man. Like that, that was like my that was like my kind of my uh, school that I wanted to go to just because like all the background behind it. Yeah, so. facts, facts. Nah, Temple, man. Growing up, like in, as a kid, Temple was always known as that mid major. I mean, I don't even know back then. I feel like they were high, more so high major too. Yeah, they, like, they made the final four run with John yeah. Cheney, uh, yeah, yeah. Aaron McKee and all that. So they were, they used to be high major for sure. Yeah. 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 The, yeah man. So watching them growing up, is crazy. Did you ever play with, uh, there's another guard, uh, Khalif Wyatt. Did you yeah. Ever? That was, yeah. 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 Leaf Buck, man. Yeah, uh, man. He, was, he was tough too, he was, man. My freshman year, he was, so I was, I had, I was with him for two years. Okay. Two years. Okay. 
Yeah, one of the one of the probably one of the most gifted scorers, man. Yeah, like, it's weird. Yeah, 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 man. That's crazy. You know, that's why I said Temple. Like growing up, I'm what like even in high school, I just saying as a kid, I saw Temple as a school, and I knew it was it was a hoop school, man. So, um, but transitioning into to just you know moving from 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 Florida to Philly, you know, you you touched upon a, just a little bit about you know how the school was kind of in the hood and it's it was different you know in terms of culture i would say even the hoop culture you feel me yeah. so how was that adjustment for you in terms of fitting in your first year and being able to you know uh adapt to that type of hoop hoop scene you know because it's different like you said it's tough yeah so i mean as far as like temple being in the hood and kind of like the culture in that sense like, i didn't really have no adjustment really yeah. that wasn't no show because I mean you're on campus ain't really too much stuff happening like really on campus but as far as like the hoop scene like it was an adjustment man I got struggled like coming in as a freshman like thinking that you're going to play and you got you're going from high school like you know like you're a little bit sheltered like you're in private school like you're playing against not so probably not the best competition we played a national schedule but it wasn't like what you would expect going to college like you going to grown men like going against dudes from Philly like it's different like so I struggled like my first year really like just with the physicality of the game like yeah. the speed of the game like the different style of basketball like you know yeah. up north basketball down south basketball um so it, it, was, it was an adjustment man like I remember my coach Dunphy like my head coach he like they offered me to um to redshirt like my freshman year and I turned it down so I was like like I ain't trying to be in, in school for five years like, yeah I was nice. like I was like, if I'm even going to have a chance to make it to the league or or whatnot, like, I was like, no dudes yeah. go five years and make it to the league. So I'm foreign. You know, we're going to figure it out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Um, so that was my reason for, for declining, like, to redshirt yeah. back then. So I was like, I ain't trying to <laughs> – I was like, if I do five years, I'm already shooting myself in the foot. So True. I'll figure it out in, in four. I'll just figure it out. Yeah. Um, so – like transferring was was thrown in there like all that type of stuff but like, i remember like i think it was my brother it was either my my brother or my mom or somebody just like always telling me like the grass ain't always greener like you know yeah. what i mean like so this was this is before all the kids started you know transferring for every little thing like, yeah 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 now it's crazy so it's crazy then, like they, they were just like figure it out i, I even think it might have been like my wife back then might even told me about the grass ain't always greener it was somebody like I don't really remember, yeah. but um, that was like my reason for for sticking it out, and um, and yeah, and it, I, I was the best decision I made, man. It, it grew me up. I was able to just learn how to deal with conflict and kind of when things don't go your way as you plan it or how yeah. you drew it up. Um, so I think just that small decision in life kind of helped me throughout yeah. like everything, bringing me forward to professional career. Yeah, I think that one decision kind of helped me set a foundation for not really running from like conflict or when things don't go your way yeah no i hear you man like there's so much to unpack within that you know for 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 myself i like i said like i feel like a little little bit our 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 journeys are similar because like your first your freshman year you said you struggled my second year i mean i i feel like i played my first year my second year i i kind of sat behind you know, all American, you know, Corey Hawkins, and he was, he was killing, you know, and so I had to take a step back and I was angry about like, yo, you know, what's going on? Like, why am I not playing? And, you know, 
but that was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Like you said, like it developed me as a man. It is it, it my same thing with my mom and my dad. They told me grass ain't always greener. Like I, I was thinking about transferring. I was angry, you know, but yeah. I, I really had to like dig in and be like, yo, all right, if you want this, fuck it. Let's just get better. Go yeah. get better. Yeah. You know? So that was my yeah. whole thing. And Throughout even that year, I struggled or whatever. Maybe I didn't play as much. You know, I was in the gym late at night. Like, and that, I feel like that developed just to this day, that hunger in me to, yeah. to keep working every single day, you know, because I've, I've been through that, you know. So, man, so I definitely can, can relate to you with that. But I want to go back a little bit about your freshman year. And I'm not trying to, you know, put, put, put stats on blast or anything. But, yeah. you know, you, I noticed, you know, you average one point. Right. Yeah. And tell me about, you know, just looking back at it, you know, as a as a 18, 19 year old kid. How did you how were you able to maturely like just get past like, OK, I average yeah. one point, but I'm a I'm a get better. Like, you know, that wasn't yeah. you, you know, it didn't define you as a basketball right. player. You knew who you are. Like, look at you now, you know? So yeah. how did you kind of, so, like, yeah. I would say back then, like, I didn't even, like, I still say this, day, I didn't even know that. Like, I probably, like, because to me, like, I didn't play. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I yeah. never even looked at the numbers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like they, even when I turned down to Richard, they sat me for the first nine games. I didn't touch the floor the first nine games of the season wow. because, it was that threshold of like, if you don't play for a certain games, you still can redshirt. So they were yeah. hoping I changed my mind. They were like, we're going to sit him. You know, we're going to sit him. Yeah. Let him get a taste of it. Or he might come around and be like, yeah, all right, yeah. I want to, I want to redshirt. So I don't waste yeah. no year. Yeah. And then after I, I stuck with it and I was like, nah. And then after that, like, I played four games in a row and I actually played decent, like four freshmen, like yeah. at that level, like play, I played pretty well. I, I made some shots and stuff like that. Yeah. But then it was right back. Like they were yeah. like, all right. And I started sitting again. So it was yeah. in and out. I wouldn't play till like the last minute of a game yeah, or things yeah, like yeah. that. You know, you know how it goes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why I never really thought about it as like a sense that like I wasn't like like it was I would I never look at the numbers like that because I felt like I didn't truly play. Like you yeah. know what I mean? So it wasn't like a true representation of what yeah. It'd be different if I played 20 minutes on average. Like yeah. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> That'd be cool. crazy, so, right? Yeah, so like, so I, so I just stuck with the work, man. Like, yeah. I kind of just, I feel like at that point in my career, I had never really like trained really like that. Like growing yeah. up like that, training wasn't a thing back then. For, yeah. for it wasn't like a, a big fad how it is now. Like yeah. people train just because it's a cool thing to do. Like yeah. back then, it, it really people just hoop. Like you just went to the park and hoop. Like yeah. nobody really did skill development like that. Um, so I think that growing up, not really training this much and kind of having a basketball background helped me sustain it like to this day. Like, so that's when I really kicked in training, like in the off season, like coming home, like working out, being in college, working out, getting up extra shots, like all that stuff kicked in and I was new to it. So like I've had a, I had a more tolerance for like to yeah. sustain it. Um, so that, that's really how I transitioned and I just kept getting better, man. Like my sophomore year, I started like starting off and on with um, a guard that was older than me, um, TJ DeLeo, he was older than me. So we like, my sophomore year, I started some games, he would start some games back and forth. We were subbing for each other like all the time. So I still really wasn't like playing full time or nothing like that, but I got my feet wet and I kind of yeah. learned what it was to like play and kind of develop being able to 
actually, you know, be actually play at that level. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, at that point, you know, all the, the school fans, like, oh, he not, he can't play at this level. Like, yeah. you know, he, yeah, yeah. you know, how I go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like the struggles of growing up. I mean, coming up like that through the, through that ranks. And then yeah. after, after I was, after that, my coach was like, in the off season, my sophomore year, he was like, yeah, like, it's okay. It's, it's your turn. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was like, nobody else is here in front of you. Like, you're going to have to play. So what you going to do with it? You know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah. Um, so that summer, I kind of, I went home and we worked out, man, me and my high school trainer, um, Tommy Houlihan, still to this day, I worked with him a lot. And we worked out, man, every day. Like, um, I had to have, I think I had to have an internship um, for my, my, my major, uh, MIS, in business mm-hmm. school. So I, I would go. I would go nine to five, work out, and then come home and then go straight to work out every day. Like, you know, nine to five internship is on Monday to Friday, work out, go train, yeah. and just keep doing it over and over. So that was the whole summer. And that's when I came up with my brand, Self Motivated Grind. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife back then, we um, came up with the name. I just stuck with it. And I went from light average, like five points my sophomore year to like, I think it was like six. 17 or 15 my yeah i think i might, might have been 17 i think i averaged 14 my senior year so it might have been 17 my junior year uh-huh. so, um so that's turn around everything man and I, nice. that's when i really like that's when i really i was like well i can hoop at this level yeah. i can play like you know yeah. what i mean and ever since then like it was i was cool like i was like i can do this you know yeah the confidence was there all that type of stuff and um and it also was my Going into so fun a story for that like we went to we got the European trip, mm-hmm. um, we went to Paris we went to like Monaco all the different countries over there and I was yeah. still playing bad before the season, uh, and back then we didn't have Facetime, okay so we're we're over in over in Europe uh, I'm playing bad man we got a, I, like I'm a junior it's going to my junior year before the season, uh, my brother is like always texting me and stuff like that. So back then he had to email me. He would check the box scores where okay. not for the game overseas. Yeah, he had to yeah. email me like, yo, you're tripping. Like you won't <laughs> like He's you know, I was still I was, Yeah, I was still playing bad, man. Like I still had yeah. like the mentality of my freshman sophomore year. Yeah. So he emailed me and was like, yo, you gonna you gonna one lose your spot. You're gonna be working a nine to five with me and you just ain't gonna be hooping wow. anymore like this yeah. you know what i mean so i still got the email to this day like yeah. you know i got it started in my email box and he was like you better figure it out yeah. and then after that man i figured it out like it was like a wake-up call yeah. like after he told me i'm working a nine to five i was like nah dog nah. <laughs> i can't I do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so because i was because i had been doing the internship you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. i had already realized like what it was like so I was like, and ever since then, it was the history was, that was it, man. Like I figured it out and um, I just started hooping, you know, um, probably could have, I feel like after that season, we were awful. Like as a team, we were awful. I played really well. I probably could have left if we would have won like games and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were awful. So that, that kind of nipped that in the bud and kind of just finished my career. Like on a high note, we missed the tournament my senior year, um, which was crazy, but um but it was it was overall, man. I figured it out. I feel like that kind of my college career and kind of the stuff that went on behind the scenes kind of grew me up and helped me 
yeah uh, you kind of face adversity you know and, and learn how to figure things out so it was cool yeah. no that's 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 dope man like <laughs> the fact that you were able to just persevere and, and double down and, and your brother man like send you an email <laughs> bro you tripping you know and, and hey. like to this day you still have that man that's amazing just to yeah. see the progression and and how you were able to you know like i said stay committed to the process because a lot of athletes to this day they, they they just don't know how and i think it's a testament to just understand like how mature you were you know mm-hmm. you you turn down you're like nah i'm not gonna rest here i'm gonna figure this yeah. out so you turn that down you were patient then you double down with the work man i feel like it's always undefeated so yeah. uh that's a that's a testament to how you you know just how you developed as as a person as a man so so that's big time. But, um, running from the grind, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> they really do. They really do. Transitioning from just uh, your senior or from your senior year, you 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 had a you finished really strong on a high note. Like you said, you mm-hmm. averaged fourteen, um, and and you you finished college off on on the right you know path. So what was your kind of options after college? What did you expect? Right. Did you expect to um you know get drafted what was your expectation because you know as, as a lot of athletes we you know I thought I was gonna get drafted but you know my ass wasn't 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 nowhere over there you know so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say nowhere but you know um you know it, things didn't go go the right, way I right. planned so what about you what was overseas always the option for you or was it like secondary did you know about it so so still at that point nobody really knew nothing about overseas really yeah. like it wasn't like a, like, even I didn't really know too much about yeah. it. Like, I knew oh, you can go hoop overseas, but yeah. I didn't know too much. So, NBA was, like, on, like my still on my radar because, like, I felt like I was close. Mm-hmm. Like, I had two good seasons to where, like, I was, like, fringe, like, on the borderline. Like, um, even, like, on, on the draft, like, like, my agent was telling me, like, you know, like, you, you probably will go un- undrafted, but Philly has, like, a couple picks at the end of the draft, so you could sneak in, but you never know. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I did like, I think I got, I had like three workouts with Philly back then. I had like nine pre-workouts overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew like my only chance was probably Philly at the end of the draft. If, if it would happen, like that was my only chance where I'll be undrafted. So it was no in between. It wasn't no, nothing better than that. Really. I kind of knew. So I was, I wasn't sad when I didn't, when I went undrafted, yeah. I was already prepared for it. Yeah. So, um, right after the draft, uh, we already had, um, like a, the training camp deals where I had one offer from Rockets and I had one offer from Rockets and maybe San Antonio or I can't remember all of them, but I chose the Rockets. I chose to go to Rockets because mm-hmm. they, they had like a plan for me. Like yeah. I, I would be the only guard um, really in their system Yeah. to where like I would go to training camp. If I didn't make the roster, I would be the starting point guard on a G League team. Mm-hmm. Um, all that type of jazz. Play summer league, start on summer league. I had a, you know, I had, my first time I had everything kind of rolled out for me. Yeah, like it yeah. was, you know, I mean, it was yeah. kind of tailored, tailored for me. So um, I went that route, um, went to training camp, had a cool experience. That was when Dwight James was on the same team. Mm-hmm. Trevor Reza, Pat Bell, that was that team. Mm. Um, so it was a, it was a great experience kind of seeing how the league worked. Like that was my kind of my first yeah. thrust into it and uh, went to the G League after I got cut and uh, had a real good year. I think I averaged like twenty and five. Um, shot the ball like shot the ball like almost forty percent from three. Like coming from my senior year, I shot like twenty nine percent. 
Yeah. Which probably which probably kept me from getting drafted. Yeah. Um, so I was a G League All Star, like second team, all G League, should have won rookie of the year. They gave it to Quinn Cook. You know how that go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so that so I, I think I had a chance to leave the G League early. I had an offer from Zelina Gore. Um, mm, which I knew okay. nothing about back then. Yeah, now you know I know, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I had an offer for like ninety thousand to like Zelina Gore, and yeah, uh, my agent turn, told me to turn it down. Like he was like, you could you could get a call up or whatnot. Yeah. Um, we turned it down. Didn't get a call up. And uh, I mean, I, I I played the season rest of the season really well. Yeah. All star, all this type of stuff. Um, yeah. And then, um, then I went to summer league the next year. And then I ended up signing with Aris in Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. So, yeah, I think the G League really uh, helped me a lot, man. Like, as far as establishing myself, like, yeah. like as, as far as my money. Like, because, you know, like, coming straight from college, they're going to lowball you if you don't play right. the G League. Like, yeah. coming from the G League, you start at a threshold kind of going into Europe. You start at the – you probably start around, like, the 100 um, threshold yeah. in Europe. Um, I don't know if it is the same now, but – um, you start around that threshold and kind of you work yourself up. So mm-hmm. it was, I think that was a great stepping stone for me. So that's why I don't really, I don't really not like that I went to the G League, but I think it helped me start my baseline in Europe and kind of go up from there. So yeah. it, it was pretty good. Yeah, no, that's, that's dope, man. And, and, and you transitioning from overseas or from, from the G League to overseas, mm-hmm. in your opinion, what's easier for, for, for Hoopers? Do you, I know it's preference, but do you yeah. feel like people say, you know, overseas is harder than, than, than the NBA oh, or the G League? So what do you think? Man, yeah, dudes can't survive overseas, man. First, right. like, I'm telling you, if you can kill overseas, you can kill in the league. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll sure. say that forever, man, because like, the G League was one of the easiest things ever. Like, yeah. I, I was 20 and 5, like, on back-to-backs. Like, it was like a – it wasn't – you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I went from averaging 14 in college to averaging 20 as a professional. Like, yeah. like that don't really – that's not supposed to happen. You know that I mean? don't like, add up. Yeah. That don't really add up. So, yeah, yeah it was – it's a lot easier, man. Like, I said it. Like, it's, it's it's a whole different ball game when you got to play in the G League. And then you see it all to this day. You see dudes sign in the G League and they come overseas and struggle and go right back to the G League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they leave the G League, come for half the season, go right – they're like, no, nah, I'm going yeah. back to the G League. Yeah. Just, to, just to play for 25 – like yeah, gross. Like I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got, they don't want to. They dudes run from the grind. They don't want to figure yeah. it out. They homesick. Like all yeah. that stuff. You you could think. Do you think like for us, we gotta play at a high level and take care of your mental, take care yeah. of like being away from your family mm-hmm. while playing. So yeah, um, that's why I think it's it's definitely ten times harder than guys like in the league or in the G yeah. league. Like when you're home eating Chick Fil A and stuff, you cool. Man. Yeah, like, you cool. You just gotta hoop. You yeah. got a hoop. You get to see. You get to see your family on Thanksgiving, Christmas, like all that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, no, so um, yeah. definitely think like the grind is harder overseas, and and just being able to survive and, and play yeah. well is, is definitely harder. So no, I, I agree. I agree. And and what what are some what were some of the struggles that you that you had going into your you know playing in Greece and you know playing mm-hmm. overseas your first year like compared to now like what what are some struggles yeah. that you had? So. The struggle was I, that I had going to Greece was just not knowing what to expect, what to demand, yeah. what sh- yeah. what should be correct, what sh- how how your season or how your lifestyle should go. Yeah, like we just didn't know. I didn't know no better. Like my first yeah. year over, didn't know anybody who played overseas, didn't have no advice, like nothing. So, um, 
It's like my first year over there, like money was late. Like, of course, I finished. Long story short, I, I didn't, I didn't know no better because I was told yeah. that the season before they was on time. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm cool. Yeah, like, they lying. Agent, so I don't got the agent no more. <laughs> <Don't> yeah, like, <laughs> uh, so like three months. Like, long story short, we finished the season three months behind. Yeah. Um, so going into it, like I'm, we, I'm, I'm sleeping in hoodies, like full sweatsuit because the heat don't work. Wow. Like, like I started, man, I, I had to live in a hotel for like two weeks, like, uh-huh. cause I didn't have yeah. no heat in the apartment. Like, man, like it was a struggle. I didn't have no, no cable, no internet. Like I had, I had internet. I didn't have no cable. Like Netflix really wasn't even a thing back then. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like it was like on the fire stick. You had to like unlock the fire stick to kind of stream TV and stuff. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know nothing about like direct TV stream or being able to stream internet from the, from America. I didn't know about yeah. VPNs. Right. Like, like I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like now yeah. I'm good. I can go anywhere and be good. But yeah. back then, man, it was a struggle to figure out how to live. Like and like looking back, I don't know how I, me and my wife did it. Like she was out there with me. Like man, I don't know how. Like looking back, I'm like, I don't know how I survive on a day to day without having TV or like yeah. a constant, like watching, be able to watch TV shows that we all watch, like food, food was great because it was grease, but yeah. like sleeping in sweatsuits, like always having to worry uh, about mechanical yeah. issues, money being late. Yeah. Like I was like, I went through it all my first year. So that kind of, yeah. I, everything else was a plus going forward. So I'm like, it can't be this bad. Like, right. so um, I think that set me up like going forward to kind of handle any other situation that was, that was going to come about, you know? Yeah. So, no, that's, that's, I definitely could relate, man. Like I, I went through the same struggles, you know, just in a different way. You know, we all, especially our first mm-hmm. years and stuff like that, it, it's tough, but you, you yeah. made it, you made it through, you know, you, you, you persevered, you had a solid year in Greece and everything like that. So uh, transitioning to, you know, kind of the middle, I feel like right now, do you feel like you are in your prime or do you feel like you're still getting there? No, I'm still. I still don't know nothing about anything. Like, <laughs> like looking back, I ain't know anything. Like, I, I knew how to play like European basketball, but not really. Like, yeah. still didn't really. I, I thought I did, but yeah. I was just in a situation to where like I had to like really play, and and it was Greece. So like looking yeah. back, I didn't know Greece wasn't considered like one of the top leagues. Like, yeah. I thought I was. I thought I was in the top league. You know, I don't know no better. Like type yeah. of thing. Um, it's 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 not it's the top league in Greece, but it's not one of the top leagues considered in Europe type of thing. Yeah. Um, we played two competitions, Champions League. The Champions League back then wasn't too was it, was it too, too too difficult how it is now. Like, yeah. um, so yeah, man, I was looking back, I was still figuring it out. Like, and then moving to Darshafrika, I kind of learned that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, that's when that that's when I had a another like stepping stone and kind of, um step in the mud and kind of I had to figure it out all over again with uh, experience yeah. uh, going there. So um, yeah. that was like my wake up, my, my European wake up. So I thought it was cool. I mean, I was yeah. killing in Greece. Like I led the country in scoring, like yeah. play really well. I got the call from they, like David Black to go to Josh Africa yeah. um, to play with like Scotty. I knew Scotty growing up. So we put the play together. Like, yeah. and then like just a wake up call, like with, how your work the politics like how everything kind of right. everything runs man I, I learned that like early in my european career yeah. so um in the first two years i learned the whole european system man like how yeah. everything worked like and then going after that i just knew how to move and what the demand like 
like all those type of things, man. Like I ain't let nothing slide after that. He <laughs> said, <laughs> I ain't let nothing slide, man. Like, yeah, yeah. man. Like you, yeah. So and I'll get into Dodge Havoc, man. I get there. I'm told I'm supposed to like play one and two with Scotty, like backcourt. Like we get there. Okay. I'm yeah. leading like the team in preseason scoring and everything. Like Jeez. game winners, like versus Panthinaikos in preseason, yeah. playing like in Russia at the preseason tournament with Cheska and everything. Yeah. First game of the season. I don't play. I barely play. Like I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm like, hold on. First game season, I barely play, man. And that's when I started learning like the politics, mm-hmm. and like yeah. I learned how certain dudes making certain amounts of money. So they got to play. You got to play. I learned that. I, then I, I learned I, like I thought my pay increase was like okay. I'm getting. You know what I mean? I'm getting. But when you always getting paid to somebody else above you, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. rarely like you the top dog unless you're one of them guys like in Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I learned that when I got there, I was like, I thought I was, I thought I was one of the top dogs, but it's different when you, that says it in the contract, those, yeah. the contracts tell you who's, who's like the, who's, who runs stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, I learned that, I learned that quick. And then that kind of woke me up and I seen kind of how it really worked over there. It works like the league. Yeah, so, um, they do. You know, I seen that, and then I kind of hit my trials. I'm not playing, like, playing some games, not playing, and then um, everything works itself out because in the, in the Euro Cup finals, I had to play, and we, and we ended up winning, you know, winning the Euro Cup. So um, that kind of established myself a little bit in Europe and kind of gave me, like, that having that chip, like, that championship um, accolade to your, to your belt. So that helped me a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Hey, man, I felt like I had to deal with that last year, you know, in Russia, mm-hmm. you know, just understand my coach telling me, oh, you know, you're going to play. You're going to be, you're going to, you're going to be 2 1, like you said, you know, yeah. like, yeah. And, you know, stuff happens and it's like, damn, what happened? Like, and I was killing in preseason, bro. I was killing, mm-hmm. you know, so I yeah. definitely understand all that. And, I, and <laughs> this is funny you yeah. say that now, you know, but so you played in, so you played in, uh, you played in Greece, Turkey, Russia, Germany. Tell me a little, mm-hmm. and, 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 and then France. Tell me a little bit mm-hmm. about that, that Germany year. You had a special year, man. You, you, you got yeah. off, I think you averaged 20, correct? Something like that. 20, yeah, yeah, 20, 21. Yeah, and uh, what was your mentality coming from learning all those lessons, you know, yeah. as a young young bull coming coming in overseas to, yeah. you know, averaging 20, you know, we still go through these kind of struggles each and every mm-hmm. day, but talk to me your mindset of how you approach that year. Yeah, man, I was, I was angry. Like, <laughs> it was like just all the years, and I was, it was just angry, man. I went to it like, just in a different like state yeah. of mind, a different like I was just angry, man, at everything. Just yeah. having to deal with that whole year and not playing and mm. feeling like you're just being lied to, like it just all that stuff build up and I just played the year pretty much angry, man. Like like I was I ain't let nothing slide. Like we ain't have food on time, like I'm saying something, like all that type of stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like, you know what I mean? Like nah, I learned nah, I, 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 learned, I learned everything. I learned everything, man. I learned how stuff should go. Like so like it was, I was, you know, I, mean? I was in an angry state of mind. So every time I stepped on the court, it was, yeah, it was, it was up. So, um, in number averaging 20 that year, kind of, um, we had a real good year. We finished second in the German league over Alba, who was behind Bayern Munich over Alba. Um, ended up losing in the, in the playoffs, we were in the semifinals. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was a great year, man. We I had a lot of offers to leave after the first game in Germany. Mm, um, wow. Just because, I mean, everybody figured I sh- wasn't supposed to be there. You know, I just went from Euro Cup. Yeah. Um, Euro Cup finals to plant to go into uh, EW Baskets in Oldenburg, playing yeah. one game a week. Yeah. So, um, but that was the choice because I, w- I wanted to hoop. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't want to deal with no politics. So I wanted to be the top dog. Like, so. Uh, yeah, uh, man, I hoop. <laughs> so um, after the first year, uh, after the first game, I could have left. Uh, I think I got off from like Munich, all this type of stuff, man, to leave. Yeah. Um, but well, you know, it wasn't no outs. You, you know, I mean, you were there, so you there, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I ended up sticking it out and playing well, man. Finished uh, MVP of the league. Second, yeah. we finished second in the in the domestic league. Um, so that 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 warranted the call from uh, from Russia, man, and uh, yeah. kind of everything came back full circle and kind of got the got the level back in Euro Cup. The the pay increase, um, yeah, for sure. And then uh, just going to back at the top level, you know, so that yeah. that kind of thrust me back to where I was supposed to be and kind of gave me that confidence back of knowing yeah. that, you know, yeah, I I could hoop. So, yeah, because yeah, playing the turkey kind of take that from you. So, yeah, no, I definitely understand, bro. Like, uh, yeah. but everything always comes back, you know, what you deserve. And mm-hmm. you like you said, like, I feel like this even went this goes back to just your college years. Like you said, you know what I'm saying? Like you stayed down. You grinded, you know what I'm saying? You you didn't run from the from the grind. You didn't run from any, you know, challenges. And, you know, good things happen to good people. So I definitely, yeah. you know, uh, feel you on that. And, uh, like, what advice would you give your younger self back then in terms of uh, what would you tell yourself now, mm-hmm. you know, looking back when you were going that through that Turkish year? You know, what would you yeah. tell yourself? Uh, I'll probably just say, I mean, stay, stay who you are. Don't change how you play for anybody, man. And that was kind of like the message that I took from that year and kind of moved forward. Yeah. So if I knew it going, if I knew it back then, I, I mean, if I knew it now, I would tell myself back then, like early to where it wouldn't affect my, the way I play and uh, called this college stuff to have bad games. So like that, you just don't change what got you to the point where you're at. Cause you know, um, yeah. for, I mean, I got to that point for a reason, so I had to be doing something right. So Thanks. Uh, just don't change what you was doing to get to that point. Just to, you know, just to try and fit in or, you know, always just stay to how you was playing. Don't really change it. Don't, yeah. don't really change up what you was doing to get to that point. So. Yeah, no, I definitely show you on that. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to uh, slowly conclude this, but um, I want to just touch upon just your, this, this past year, um, mm-hmm. you did your thing in Russia. You, you play well. You know, Loco is a great team. Uh, you know, if people don't know, the Euro Cup team, one of the top, I say top four teams in Russia. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you did your thing and then you moved to Paris level all this past year. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about just this year, your mindset, your approach, um, and just, you know, how were you able to capture that first team all, you know, all first team all Euro Cup, you know, and just mm-hmm. just in leading, you know, you guys went pretty far in the playoffs here and in, in, yeah. in, in Euro Cup and everything. So how 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 did you approach this year and and you know what can you tell you know other hoopers or younger you know hoopers about just keep like never letting your 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 guard down, never like keeping your foot on the gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah man, I mean that's what I I would say kind of after the Germany year, I kind of relaxed, like, you know, like all that anger, it yeah. was, it was let out. So yeah. like, I feel like I relaxed and then yeah. kind of the same thing happened 
kind of in Russia again, though. I played well, but it, I still, you know, I, I wasn't playing how I should have played. Like, I, I relaxed. And then I kind of got angry all over, all over again. So yeah. I played this year. I played this past year. So all, <laughs> all, you know what I mean, angry again because of the past two years in Russia, man. So yeah. that kind of stresses you out. So yeah. um, play angry again, man. So I, that's my advice, man, is to always play angry. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, not but for real. Um, no, so, that's, that's good. Not, yeah. But uh, I would say just, man, just always stay to how you play, man. That's like my yeah. over. Like, just, I'm going to say the same, the same story. It's just don't change up how you play and just like whatever got to you, whatever got you to that point that you're yeah. playing at, don't change up because of, you know, because the coach is trying to mold you into something else, like, yeah. or trying, you know, trying to mold your game to something else. Like they wanted you there for a reason of what you did the year before. So yeah. always stick to how you was playing just because, you know, that's stick to what you was doing and what got you where you at. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, going into to France this year, man, it, it was, it was fun, man. It was probably like my most fun years for teammates and playing and all that combined. And um and just adding that angry factor that I had from the, the previous two years just allowed me to like yeah. like do everything like um reach all the goals that I had set minus Euro Cup MVP which I should have got um yeah. I mean I kind of I hit every stone that I, I set man and and um it was cool like just to yeah. see all the hard work in the summer pay off and um just sticking to your guns and putting the reps in and sacrificing a lot to 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 keep your body healthy and and um you know like investing yeah. in yourself so For all sure. that stuff paid off and um yeah it was cool man uh euro cup first team german i mean french league first team frankly mvp yeah 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 like, asterisks over the euro cup mvp because yeah. everybody everybody in the competition knows um but yeah, man, it, it was cool. Like it was, it was a great. A lot of hard work got put into it, and just trying to keep my foot on the gas going yeah. forward, and kind of learning from the past years of the yeah. cycle that happened, and kind of just trying to keep the foot on the gas. So yeah. no, I definitely understand, and uh, that's amazing, man. And like, 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 congratulations again, just to to see all those accomplishments. You know, like, like I said, from where you started to where you at now, man, it's it's amazing. And you know, I know a lot of people are rooting for you, and and I know you're gonna keep keep doing your thing man but we're going to get into some 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 fun questions now you know as we end this this uh interview it's been a great interview and uh appreciate it man so that's no, cool first question man um has there been any crazy stories that you experience overseas whether it's good or bad you know you hear i heard stories of people spitting on somebody you know i heard stories you know flares guns going uh, off you know you oh, play yeah. i play i played in turkey as well i played in Gazi, yeah. you know so i understand how turkey can be and you know stuff like yeah. that so how, do you oh, have like yeah the the flares and spitting and stuff is normal man that's greece that's everyday game in greece like that's <laughs> that was i wasn't even gonna use it as a crazy story yeah, but wow. that's like that's like a normal man i got spit on in greece flares wow i got pennies thrown at me and in, in a nose. um Man, I've had it all, man. Like, yeah. I've been called the craziest things in games. Like, you know, like all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but my craziest story is like, beside that, is just like something that shouldn't even be a crazy story is just having to take a plane ride like six in the morning, go straight to practice, go back to the hotel, your food bad, go back to the room, you got a roommate. That's my craziest story. Like, that don't make no sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's. <laughs> For me, that's a crazy story. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't be living like that as as professional athletes, yeah, right? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, thanks. for me, that's a crazy story more so than somebody throwing stuff or like 
like nobody will believe that's how we that's how it really that's like a yeah. normal everyday thing that yeah. you deal with in Europe is is flying from country to country going straight to practice nice. um, eating eating stuff that you ain't supposed to be eating for real yep. for real especially yep. in France um and then just having to have a roommate like that's like I mean I don't do that no more but yeah, that's the normal, I don't you know do that. I mean? so like, <laughs> No, hey, I, I already have that on. Hey, I need my separate. Nah, we're not doing that no more. So, like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, like, that's the, for me, that's a crazy story because, like, as a professional athlete, dudes in Europe shouldn't be dealing with that no more. It's yeah. 2022. Like, that's, like, the old standard of, of what's been going on. It should be probably nipped in the bud with some, like, players association or, some, or something by now. But right. I'm sure it'll be figured out soon in the next couple of years. But, yeah, um, yeah, 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 that's for me, that's the that's the crazy story that I got. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, what is your favorite city that you that you've been in, like, or played, or that you lived in, like, out of all um, countries? You've been in? Yeah, I say my fate. I got two. Uh, I say one. My favorite city is Oldenburg, uh, Germany. Okay. Um, the team city, man. That was like a great atmosphere as far as fans and just yeah. a living environment for like my wife and I. Like, loved it, man. Like the people, like always welcoming. You know what I mean? Like that was like a great just environment. And then as far as just living. Yeah. Um, I would say the Paris or Istanbul, like mm. those two are like my favorite cities in, in Europe. So it was pretty cool. Like, you know, we don't really want for food or not. It's normal over there. Yeah. So yeah, so it was pretty cool. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. I've been yeah. to both. I love the bull yeah. and I love Paris. You know, Man, ain't nothing like it. <laughs> different, but um, different. Uh, third question. Uh, has there, has there been, I know we talk about, you know, you, you killing everybody on the court, you know, you have big games and stuff like that, but what's, what's one player that just busts your ass on the court? Like, is there a, a game specifically that you're like, man, this guy is tough or, you know, anything like uh, that? No, nah, it hasn't really been, you know, uh, in Europe, nah, but like my only one I have, like for real, like, I can't think of nothing in Europe to where that's happened. But in um, my first year in college, uh, Malik Wayne's at Villanova, that was my wake up call. Like mm. I learned, like it was oh. levels. Like at that point, like like he was he was in a different mode back. Like at that level, like I was I was new. Like it was yeah. it was yeah. levels, man. I I feel like I should I didn't belong. Like that type of thing. So it was that was like my wake up call, and I was probably the, the last one I had. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. So yeah, yeah. And, and I got one last question. What is your, who is your uh, like favorite player right now to watch, or is there mm-hmm. a player that you would love to play with? Whether it's NBA overseas, oh, uh, favorite player to watch, man, probably just be still Chris Paul, um, okay. and probably uh, I love watching Kyrie and Damian Lillard, yeah, um, all for different reasons. Um, so that's like my I can't I only have one. I got I probably got three. It's those three, like Kyrie for like you know just the, the overall skill and just appreciating mm-hmm. the game. Chris Paul for the point guard, like point yeah. guy. And then Dame just for like the kind of the same struggle he had coming up and just, you know, figuring it out and coming from a lord and everybody and starting yeah. killing, like and having yeah. having that chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's probably one of the few in the league that has that chip on his shoulder and like and, and holds that, you know, like holds it up. So yeah. um those three dudes are the ones that I really watch like the most. So I see. Well, that's, hey, man, this concludes it, man. I appreciate you again, Will, just for taking the time, man. Oh, let, me show you, this... yeah, let me show you that email real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, show me that email. 